Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to this episode of Raising Consciousness. It feels good to be back. I am your host, KT, and in today's episode, I'm going to be speaking on the topics of presence and awareness. As always, I am here to share my experience and to illuminate the wonders of the human mind. I believe that my experience is not separate of yours and that we add value to each other's lives when we share. I just want to say I appreciate your willingness to show up openly here today and I trust that whatever it is you are here to receive, you will. So thank you for being here. When I was buying my car a couple of years ago, I had a list of must-haves. One of the features on my list was cruise control. My old car didn't have cruise control. I really appreciate the ability to just set the speed and not have to worry about it. And for those of us who use cruise control, we know it's a great feature until it's not. So you know that moment where someone turns on their turn signal and they're clearly going slower than you and they're about to cut into your lane? Or you see a red light coming up or a car that you're approaching quicker than you should be and you have that immediate thought or reaction of hitting the brakes. And in that moment where you know you're going to have to hit the brakes or you hit the brakes, you shift from an automatic to a more conscious driving approach. This is a lot like the human experience. A lot of us are programmed and have just been living our lives on cruise control and we don't even realize it until someone swerves into our lane or until one day we're approaching something undesirable a little too closely. And in these moments, it's really an invitation to evaluate the speed at which we've been living our lives. I was operating, coming in hot, um, operating on full cruise control, approaching my adult life. I had internalized that there were certain things good, successful adults did. Good, successful adults go to college, they get a job, they get married, they settle down. That's what good adults do. Nobody was explicitly pressuring me or telling me these things, but it's what I had gathered um, as evidence, right? Because I would look at what society tells us, what's valued, and I'd be like, okay, so this is what I have to go out and get. So I got the degrees, I got a job, I was in a relationship, I was looking at buying a house, And during this process, I was in therapy, always doing some interpersonal work, and it was after a number of swerving experiences and slamming my brakes and a few crashes, I realized that I had to reevaluate the speed at which I had been living my life. My own inner voice started coming through pretty clearly, and I realized I don't want any of this. I have been operating on cruise control, and... I wasn't present in my experience. The things that I had attracted in my life, this job, this relationship, um, these degrees, it wasn't based on conscious creation of my reality. It was based on the subconscious programming that I had acquired. So in childhood, I believe this is true for many of us, I learned to dial down my own inner desires because I internalized that they were not in alignment with what adults in my life and what the world wanted from me and expected from me. And I had found this to be true for many of us. I think we have to turn the dial down on our own inner voice so that we can listen to the input of the world. So for the past few years, I've been in an unhealthy job 
And for those of us who grew up in chaotic environments with a lot of examples of unhealthy relationships, we often find ourselves recreating the chaos because that's what feels normal to us and we know how to operate in those situations. So we just hit the cruise control button and we just are coasting through life and it's not safe to be fully present in those experiences. There's a certain level of disconnect from ourselves. We have our own inner voice dial turned down so that we can survive those situations that we keep putting ourselves in. So the good news here is you can hit the brakes at any time, starting now. And the work I have been focusing on really doing is relearning how to tune into my body. And as babies, we're great at this. If something's wrong, we start to cry. um, And we are so attuned to our needs and our caregivers either do or don't respond to our needs. And that's what starts the whole programming process. Um, So coming back into my body and listening to what it needs feels both familiar and foreign. It often feels like learning a whole new language. And at first it was very challenging because like I said, the dial had been turned down. So now I'm going through the process of turning the dial down on what the world is telling me and what other people are telling me and turning up the dial on my own inner voice. I used to be so busy that I was rarely tuning into anything happening in my body and my body would send me signals, but I wouldn't notice them because I was so in my head all of the time. And I find this to be true for many of us is we live in our heads and we neglect the signals that our body sends. Um, And this had a lot of health impacts, including a long list of medical diagnoses that I've discussed in previous episodes. Um, I said all that to say, (laughs) I know this is a collective experience. Many of us have put our lives on cruise control. Our dial is turned down and we may want to remain on cruise control because full transparency moment here, it's often easier. The familiar is often easier, even if it's not the healthiest option. So the invitation here is to reflect on the life you dream about and examine your life. Is it aligned? So are you connected to what you want? Do you know what you want? Do you know what you don't want? Do you know what your yes in your body feels like? Do you know what the no in your body feels like? And how closely does your current situation and dream life align? So a great way to really connect to yourself and to your experience is through mindfulness. Mindfulness is super trendy right now. You can download the app Insight Timer, which is um, a fabulous free meditation app. Um, and just type in mindfulness and a ton of options come up. You could go on YouTube. Um, But it's really about returning to the present, which sounds awesome in theory, uh, but it's challenging, at least in my experience. So I picture my mind as a sheep and I'm also the shepherd. And I have to keep being like, oh, no, 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 little sheep, like come back this way, come back to the present moment, like come back to the flock over and over again. The best way that I've discovered so far is using the five senses and in very small increments of time. Like if you think you're just going to come out here and do like a 45 minute meditation, like I thought, um, you're probably wrong because it's very challenging at first and you're setting yourself up um, for disappointment in that situation. I mean, maybe you can. I have faith in you. But for example, 
I do it with small things. Like when I'm washing my face, I will bring all of my attention and awareness to the hot water and how it feels, how it feels on my hands, how it feels on my face, the temperature of the air, the way my body's moving, um, the color I would assign the experience. And if my mind wanders off, I just bring my attention back over and over again for the duration of that experience. Other times, um, I'll set like a five minute timer and diffuse essential oils in my room and I'll close my eyes and attune my attention to the scent. Again, focusing on the quality of the scent, the color I would assign the experience, what words I would use to describe the smell, and when my attention wanders off, I just bring it back. It's very normal for your attention to go to other things. We are very active human minds, um, and if you are alive, your mind will be wandering. Another great thing I use for myself and for my students is a body scan. You can find these on YouTube and Insight Timer as well. You can use your hands to guide you. So you start at the top of your head and you can touch your head and you're like, self, how is my head feeling? And then you move to your neck, like how is my neck? How are my shoulders? And if and when you come across any tension, you just notice, breathe into that experience. I do this all the way down to my toes. Throughout the day, I've tried to make a habit of asking myself, like, self, what do I need in this moment? Like, if there's tension in my neck, maybe I do some gentle neck rolls. Um, I don't think that there's a right or wrong way to explore this because it's really about finding what works for you. And it's the practice of bringing yourself back to the present moment over and over and over until the present is where you are the majority of the time and it's a habit right so um if you know anything about building new habits it really just takes practice and i just really think that this is the most beneficial gift we can give to ourselves um, because the present really is all that we have. Like our past is real and our future is real and the present is where we currently are. So being here now would be the most beneficial, the most bang for your buck. So thank you for joining me for today's episode. I just want to say I am truly grateful for you being present here with me and as you go out into the world with this new awareness, I hope that you know that I'm rooting for you.